welcome back to Disney Channel Discourse. I have another wonderful guest on the pod this week. She not only claims to have been obsessed with Hannah Montana, but she is also the vocal director for the upcoming musical, MWCA Musical Without a Cool Acronym. And she is playing Katie the Fireside Girl. It's Allie Kasman. Hey, Allie, how are you doing? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. And actually, I guess we can, we can start with this. Um, I hadn't realized, but a couple days ago was the 15th anniversary of the Hannah Montana pilot. And I don't know if you saw this, like Miley, Miley Cyrus wrote like a long handwritten letter to Hannah that no one could read. And <laughs> there was like a, a new Hannah Montana Twitter account that got verified that was sending yeah. messages everywhere. Do you have any thoughts on that? I did see the, I didn't get to look really into it yet. Um, I did see everyone making like driver's licenses or like making jokes, like got my driver's license and it's like some, generator of a profile of like your Hannah Montana name or something um I did yeah I didn't read the letter either I was trying to I I, it was so long I was like oh I'll do it later and I forgot but yeah wait did she okay she did post I thought that she wrote the letter like a while ago I feel like I remember seeing her like write a letter to Hannah Montana before but I may be like going crazy um because this is two days ago so yeah, that does sound like maybe something that she would have done, like, right when the show ended, maybe? I don't know. No, it was, like, But recent. she definitely just did one a couple days ago. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to read that. Oh, no. I wish I read it beforehand. You um, don't have to read it. You really don't. I read, it's... like, maybe half of it, and I was like, all right, yeah, this isn't really going anywhere interesting. And it's really, it's interesting because, like, uh, a little while after the show ended, around, like, you know, the Wrecking Ball era, like, I don't know, 2013, 2014... Miley was decisive in her like, oh, I hate Hannah Montana. I yeah. never want to talk about it again. And then she slow, she's kind of, I don't know, turned back around to it. I think she even said in an interview recently, like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I hated it for a stretch, but it's kind of aged nicely. And now there's yeah. like some uh, s- some speculation about a reboot. But I, don't I know. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, my one. God. I would die. I would be so happy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know like what 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 kind of premise you could even have for a reboot because like it did end the show with everyone finding out her secret. So like, what would it even be? She's... Okay, but so did the movie, and then she was just like, okay, but can you all like keep a secret the entirety of yeah? Can um, all five thousand of you in the city, <laughs> yeah, Crowley Corners, um, so she could so... do that again. <laughs> yeah everyone in the entire world can you just pretend that you don't know yeah for the sake of the show yep wow (laughs) i actually i watched the entirety of the show back in like november i think and i was waiting i was like okay there must be at least one episode in here somewhere that i haven't seen before i I was Mm -hmm. wrong i had seen every single one of them and i think part of the reason for that was when i was in elementary school on uh first just fridays and then mondays and fridays uh, my sister and I would go home for lunch and Hannah Montana was always on during that time. Oh. So whether I wanted it to be or not, that was the show I ended up becoming most familiar with. And I, so I don't know if you know this, but back in like November, December, I did a dedicated nine episodes of this podcast to the high school musical series. And I could definitely fill up that much time talking about Hannah Montana, not because I love it even close to as much as I love high school musical, but just because there's so much, chaos and nonsense and bullshit that occurs in relation to the show that it's so fascinating to me yeah for sure I also rewatched the whole show probably when you said it It was like the beginning 
No, it was when when Disney Plus first came out. I think that's the show that I rewatched. Yeah, and then I I was rewatching and I was like I don't remember it being this bad. Like I was like I thought it was so good, and then I watch like rewatching it as an adult. I'm like what is going on like what is this there's so much things that don't make sense like and it's a shame because like we're going to talk about the first two episodes and they actually i find they do acknowledge the sort of you know uh logical hoops that need to be jumped through in order to even make this seem somewhat feasible and then after a while they just kind of start ignoring it and we'll we'll get to that let's let's, all right let's start with the pilot episode um okay it's called Lily. Do you want to know a secret? All these titles, of course, are are variations on famous songs. This is Listen. Do yeah. you want to know a secret by the Beatles? And mm-hmm. uh, the episode starts with a music video. This is the life. Best song from season one, in my opinion. And it even says on like the start of the music video, like album Hannah Live. So she has been famous long enough for her to have made a live album. Um, anyway, yeah. the MTV guy is like. 14-year-old sensation Hannah Montana continues her smash tour. And then we, we see Hannah and, and Robbie Ray and the stylist uh, Fermin, whose name I spelled, uh, I turn on captions, is spelled F-E-R-M-I-N-E, which is not how I would have expected Fermin to be spelled. And he never returns. But they're getting like clothes or something. And they dance and Fermin rips his pants and leaves. And meanwhile, uh, Jackson's on the phone telling some girl that he knows Hannah Montana and he has, he has two tickets. And then when he hangs up, he's like, please give me the tickets. And uh, Robbie says, think of it this way, Miley. If you give him the tickets, you might fall in love with a girl and move out sooner. And so Miley agrees to let him have the tickets to the concert. So I, I took some notes. Oh, yeah. The the stylist never came back after that. But I remember him so well. He I, I would just like, he's so gay. Like, he's so gay. <laughs> like, there's no question mm. about it. Yeah, it, I love. Yeah, he was quite a character. And then he just like never came back. But he was super extra. Uh, and then he made. Oh, yeah. We're, that's getting like later to the episode. But he made like Jackson put the clothes on. I was like, this is. Great. Yeah, yes. Uh, that um, will happen later on. Um, but the yeah. phone rings here and it's Lily and she's like, I'm coming into your house in 20 seconds. So Miley's like, Lily alert. And she takes off her wig and then they play the whoa track because at this point the audience didn't know like secret identity. Wow. Amazing. Even though Robbie just called her Miley like four seconds ago. But anyway, uh, so she like puts on her, her sweater or whatever it is. And Lily skateboards into their house. And says, guess who just landed two tickets to the hottest concert in town? We're going to see Hannah Montana. And uh, yeah, so obviously this is where the hijinks ensue. And then the theme song plays, Best of Both Worlds. Um, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I'm pretty sure the theme song was originally supposed to be The Other Side of Me. And this was like kind of a last second decision oh. to make the switch. Um, I think there there even is like a version on YouTube that plays the original uh, visual sequence for the theme song over the other side of me instead of best of both worlds and I personally prefer it mm, interesting yeah I didn't know that no I love best of both worlds it's such a bop yeah the, well the short version that they play for the theme song I think is really great but the extended version sucks <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah you go I mean, to movie premieres <laughs> is that Orlando Bloom nobody know is that Orlando Bloom yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god yeah, so it's the next day at school, and uh, at the cafeteria, we see Miley and Lily 
at the start of the famous catch-up scene. All right. So mm-hmm. Lily is Lily is telling her, so why won't you go to the concert? And she's like, I want to spend quality time with my brother, which is a clear lie. And then Corbin Blue walks over. All right. This was two months after High School Musical came out. So this might have been like a big draw for this episode is Corbin mm-hmm. Blue. And he's like, hey, Miley, how's it going? And she says, uh, while pumping ketchup onto her, her veggie burger, oh, I'm pretty good. Just getting some ketchup for my veggie burger. I see like mayonnaise. Never tried that in a veggie burger. And maybe I should, but not today because I've got this ketchup thing. Then by the end, since of course she hasn't stopped popping, there's ketchup all over her hand, and she rubs it on Corbin Blue's hands and says it's a great moisturizer. Yeah. And, and Corbin Blue walks away. And it's like, oh, it does feel softer. Yeah. This was brilliant. I thought. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, I, I, my only, uh, my only thought about that was like they're already starting off with, um, being her, her being boy obsessed, like her crushing already on someone. Like it's like the first two minutes of the show, and it's like, I don't know. I'm I'm super, you know, I'm very gay, so like, I don't like. I don't know what is it called, Bechdel test. Yeah, yeah. I find like any kind of like forced romantic uh, storyline to be because I like some some movies just like are about a relationship and that's fine. But if it's not about that. And you yeah. try to, and you just throw it in anyway. That's where it bugs me. Um, like I don't, I don't know if you've seen Geek Charming. Uh, I mean, at the end, just like all the side characters just like pair off at the <laughs> like the school dance or whatever. Like no, you didn't have to do that. But whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I do. I said I love Lily. She is delight. And also Lily. Okay, Lily. Okay, Lily's like my favorite character. Um, also, you know how people like make fun of the outfits and stuff. Um, yeah. which is very valid, but that's exactly the stuff that I wore in middle school. Like, it, it literally is. Like, they're not far off of the the uh, time that that was happening because, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I literally, I think, like, during throughout the se- like throughout the the whole show, I'm like every every um. There's like a couple. There's like a lot of outfits where I'm like, I I definitely had an outfit like that. I definitely had an outfit similar to that one. Like all like a lot. Um, well, I cannot relate was. sadly because I actually <laughs> had a school uniform from grade seven to eleven. Oh, okay. But but alas, I Lily's also <laughs> definitely my favorite character for sure. And not even just Hannah Montana. Like maybe even in all of Disney Channel, she's like very close to the top. And she's here trying to like pep talk. Miley's like go talk to Johnny uh and then Mm. she gives Miley her her lucky bracelet and as they approach Corbin Blue to sit down next to him Amber and Ashley pull up and slide over and sit there and they're like go sit at the loser's table and then Miley and Lily like (laughs) insult them and copy them and while as they go uh sit on the table sit over at the other table Lily uh brings up the the tickets again and Miley just says I don't like Hannah Montana. And then Fetus Mitchell Musso walks in and hits on every single girl yeah, in the entire cafeteria. This is our introduction to him. Uh, yeah. And Amber is like, in your dreams. And he's like, I'm counting on that, which I yeah. thought was actually kind of funny. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I He doesn't, he's not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what my thoughts are on that. I feel like that's not really his character as much like after that one episode really um yeah really never again 
Uh-huh. It's just, I feel like someone had a really funny idea. Like, wouldn't it be funny to introduce a 13-year-old character like this? And they didn't really <laughs> stop and think whether it actually suits him at all. But, you know, I don't really care yeah. because it's, it's that funny. And he mm-hmm. goes and sits with Lily and Miley and, and freaks out when he hears that Miley doesn't like Hannah Montana. He's like, I mm-hmm. worship her I, and I'll marry her, which obviously they touch on more in episode number two. Uh, yeah. But when he finds out Lily has an extra ticket to Hannah Montana, he yells, you have an extra ticket? And everyone swarms their table and, it, <laughs> and basically just attacks them. Uh, it, it, they, they, they set that up to, uh, I now realize that they set that up for the end of the episode, but we can get there later. And the very minor B-plot is Jackson wants money from Robbie Ray for some indefinite purpose. Uh, and, oh, it's your dog. It's all right. Yeah. Um, it, it's Pinky the Chihuahua. Oh, it's Pinky the yeah. Oh, your dog. Oh, what's your Cookie? Right, that's your dog. Cookie, name? my dog Cookie. Cookie's, the uh, the Yorkie Poo is playing Pinky the Chihuahua in MWCA, and clearly, yes, she barks mm-hmm. a lot. Agent Pinky. Sorry. Which Pinky does Sorry, also, guys. so it's a perfect fit. Uh, mm-hmm. Jackson has a really funny line actually that I took note of. It's like, this has nothing to do with borrowing money. When he's like, shmoo snapped him. He's like, I was actually hoping for more of a gift. I thought that was kind of hilarious. Uh, oh, yeah, and Miley yeah, walks that was in, funny. Yeah, Miley walks in with her hair all messy. And she explains like, oh, everyone at school freaked out. And they didn't, it's not even that they found out I was Hannah Montana. It was just because of the ticket. So if they actually found out, no one would ever treat me the same, especially Lily. Oh my God. That was the worst acting I've seen in my life, honestly. Oh, from Miley? Yeah. Yeah. It was just so like, how could it possibly be? (laughs) Just like, that's like the way she was saying the whole thing. And if they found out, no one would treat me the same. Yeah, it's exactly. I mean, she's so, she's she's literally fourteen. I cannot. I remember like one of the no, first. No, she was lines. younger. She was she was twelve when the pilot was filmed. Oh my gosh! And they passed her. Out I know. I thought that I thought what happened was she auditioned at twelve. They said th- that she's too young, but they like waited a couple of years and then gave her the show. She auditioned at ten, and they waited a couple of years. Is the story? That's crazy. Hannah Montana actually it had been in the works. Uh, I guess we can talk about this now. It had been in the works at Disney Channel for like five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if you know the episode of That's So Raven with Allison Stoner in it. Basically, basically like Corey wins a contest to be like a guest on some show in California. And he meets Allison Stoner's character, who's basically like a child celebrity. And mm-hmm. she decides, I want to go to school and be a normal kid. And that was basically like the original framework for Hannah Montana. That was oh, sort of okay. like the pilot episode that never got picked up. And uh-huh. yeah, so, and then basically when Miley auditioned, she was like 10. They were like, amazing, but you're too young. But by the time the show actually happened, she was old enough ish. She was 12. And like uh, Emily Osment was 13, Mitchell Musa was 14, and Jason Earls, of course, was like 28. Yeah, that's really weird. They had like a 30 year old on there as the brother, which is re- that was really weird. Yeah, I, everyone. It is kind of weird. On the other hand, he does a great job. I oh, think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's really no, I good love at him. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he was also like married the entire time he was playing Jackson, and like even like he did. Did he have kids for part of it? I feel like he I definitely did. I was. It's. It's so. I don't know. It just. It screws with my mind because Jason Earl's wife was like uh, six or seven years older than him. Uh, so now. 
J- Jason Earl's ex, they're not married anymore, but his wife at the time he was shooting Hannah Montana is now like 50 years old. Wow. Which is a fun that's, fact. Yeah, that's so weird. Very um, weird. Yeah, so he was 28 while they were filming the pilot. Yeah. And now he's 43. I did not realize. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't realize he was that old till like last year. Someone told me I was like, what? It also like when I was watching the show at the age of like whatever six seven, I don't know what a normal sixteen year old is supposed to look like. Yeah. So when my, I see Jackson and he's like, I'm sixteen. I'm like, I guess he's sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and in season four, there was also that like um, where John Cena guest starred in like a dream sequence, and they had that picture of like John Cena next to Jason Earls, and. Uh, it looks like you know it's it's a wrestler next to someone who looks like a child, and Jason Rose is actually like like two days older than him or something. Oh my god! It makes the rounds really like funny. every couple of years. I find you can probably <laughs> look it up. There's like a, like John Cena, Jason Earls. You'll see the picture of them next to each other, and I think there's also one version of it where it's like it shows that they're exactly the same age. Oh my god, up. that's so funny! Yeah, yeah like in the like in the season four house. It, honestly, it, it could pass for like a father and son picture. Yeah, that's so funny. Anyway, um, uh, it's time for the Hannah Montana concert in episode one. Um, more of this is the life, an absolute bop. Afterwards, she's like autographing someone's face, and then Corbin Blue is at the front of the line again, and he, yeah. and she's like, "Hey, just another fan," <laughs> and he's like. Sign that to Johnny. Oh, I'm not Johnny. It's just my little brother. And my little brother? Yeah, I need to point out something in this episode, uh, which is that uh, Robbie is standing right behind her, and he actually has, like, a mustache and, like, a long hair and and uses a deeper voice and be like, oh, you know, goodbye, everyone, or something. They actually had a proper Robbie disguise. It's not very convincing, but at least they put some effort into it an actual Robbie Ray disguise uh, that they just abandoned after episode one. That's And of course, this is one of the I, biggest gaping yeah. plot holes is that everybody knows that Robbie Ray's daughter is Hannah Montana and also that his daughter is Miley, but no one can connect the dots. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually mentioned that about, it might have been about the second episode because he basically had absolutely no disguise on except a mustache. And I'm like, I don't understand. She, like, I think it was all... Uh, yeah, no, I think this is the next episode, so I'm not gonna, I'm gonna get into a next episode. All right. But yeah, like, there is a point in, like, one of the next seasons, I think, where Rico is, like, Robbie Ray, country icon or something, and also Robbie Ray is, like, they're also, like, at an award show or something, it's like, and now presenting the award to Hannah Montana is her own father, Robbie Ray. Oh, yeah. And, like, uh-huh, so, yeah, it's, it's really, yeah, it they could have put a little bit more sense. effort into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have put much more effort into like having disguises for Robbie Ray and disguise for Jackson because kind of the same problem can arise there. Yeah, that too. Anyway, Does, uh, yeah, <laughs> Lily breaks into Hannah's dressing room uh, by standing on Oliver's head. Uh, she swings on a chandelier for a second, and, like knocks over <laughs> some flowers. Yep. And she's like, and she sticks the landing. I find like like barely thirteen year old Emily Osment to have to. I don't know if it's just because she is base she is like a child, but I find her like to be funnier as a thirteen year old than she was a little bit older, like sixteen, seventeen, doing the exact same things because mm-hmm. they didn't really change yeah. her character at all for like five years. Yeah, she's so cute. I don't know. She was adorable. She's like, I don't know. I just love her character. 
She's so like bubbly and like hyper and all over the place. First of all, uh, extremely weak security here that they can break in. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. First of all, how did they keep? That's what I. I was thinking like, how does first of all Oliver in the second episode he keeps getting close to them, like what? Where the you could see the security guards, but he just somehow like passes it. And then how are they climbing in through the window? Like, yeah, I don't understand. It's like she's always surrounded mm-hmm. by bodyguards, but those two specific people got through. Like, this it's could much have just more likely that some random people that she fan didn't know. Did that. That's what I'm saying. I think it, it would have been much more likely that a random fan did that before that happened. Like, if their security is that bad. Lily is like in awe of like the hot dogs and the scarf and whatever. And then Miley <laughs> walks in and she's like, Hannah Montana. And Lily wants a souvenir, but Miley, like, sticks a pie in her face to keep her disguised. Yeah. And she does, like, a, a deep voice. And Lily mentions, yeah. oh, I just wish my friend Miley was here. And Miley was like, well, go get her. And Lily says, I'll call her. And so Miley's phone rings, and she doesn't pick it up. Uh, then Oliver actually somehow manages to climb in through the same window. And it says, like, can I please shampoo your hair or something like that? <laughs> Imagine if this was not a character who we knew because Oliver thinks that he's a stranger to Hannah Montana. So, like, if this was just some other 13-year-old boy yeah. climbing up there being like, let me touch your luscious locks, it would be the creepiest thing. Yeah. It's so creepy. Um, I did a, I have a comment on when... So, when when... Miley goes back into the dressing room after closing the door on Corbin. Um, she takes the wig off. She has brown hair. Then she goes to the bathroom. I guess like showers. I don't know what she does in this bathroom. But then Lily comes in and she comes out with blonde hair again. Why is she? Are you washing your wig? Like I don't what blonde hair and a robe as if she like just took a shower. Except she also had jeans on underneath the robe i didn't didn't notice that she had taken off her hair before that's interesting Um, yeah she did it really would have been something if lily just saw miley walk out holding the wig in her hand yeah and and immediately yeah i was wondering i was wondering where it where it went because i'm pretty sure it was like robbie ray took off the wig and she took off her wig at the same time or something um, and I think they just kind of put it down. I don't know. I don't know where it went. Maybe I was seeing it wrong, but I'm pretty sure they both took off their wigs before that other scene happened. Yeah. The one explanation I can maybe come up with is like, uh, she took off the wig to like, I don't know, let her hair breathe for a minute. And she does actually have to put her wig back on to make her way to the limo because fans will see her on her way to the limo. And so she still has to be Hannah for that, I mm. guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway. but she wasn't gonna go to a limo. She was in the privacy of her dressing room. She wasn't gonna go to go to the limo in her bathrobe that was over jeans. I can't get over the fact there was over jeans. I never noticed that before. And I'm like, I what were you doing in that bathroom? I don't understand. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, and so she tries to like usher Lily out of the dressing room. And Lily, I love this bit so much, and I wish they brought it back more, where Lily slowly starts leaving the room. It's like, well, I guess I'm leaving yeah. now. Without even yeah. a towel as a souvenir. Nothing yep. but my memories, which will fade too, too quickly. I love doing that voice so much. It's so fun. Yeah. And I wish they had brought that back as a recurring bit after just the pilot episode. 
But Miley like gives Lily the scarf, like here, take this. Lily freaks out yeah. and then notices the bracelet on Miley's wrist, and it's like it says Lily mm-hmm. on it, just like the one I gave to Miley. And so she's all upset. She's yeah. like, I thought we told each other everything. And then Jackson walks uh, into her room with a girl who's much taller than him and doesn't speak. And Hannah like throws toilet paper <laughs> at him, like get out of here, Jackson. And the girl Jackson's with seems unimpressed, but like on, I think like that hostility does prove that jackson and hannah are close close, enough that she would be comfortable enough doing that and telling them to get out of there so yeah 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 i agree um yeah she looked really annoyed which is so weird it's like he's literally taking you into hannah montana's suite she should be like freaking out from that and she just like stands there and it's it's just like "Uh uh-huh and like leaves which is Mm -hmm. hannah this show is notorious for having terrible background actors who are never <laughs> reacting the way that they're supposed to or should be. Um, one example I can think of, uh, there's an episode later with Roxy where she, like, tackles some guy. And he just basically, like, after she tackles him, like, smiles and gets up and runs away while, like, laughing the entire time. And they were like, yeah, we don't have to take it again. I, didn't, I never realized that. I need to see that again. I honestly, rewatching those first two episodes made me want to rewatch the show again. Which I on I'm not that kind of person that like likes to rewatch shows, um, unless I like haven't seen it in a long time. I'm not the kind of person who just like watches a show over and over and over again. Um, but like, I don't know. It was, I, I I like already pretty much forgot a lot of the episodes after like a year of quarantine. So I'm like I might actually keep watching. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is Miley brings Lily to her house after the concert, I guess it's the same night, and shows her her super-duper big closet, and goes, hallelujah, and the shoes slide out, and Lily's like, I'm a size six foot, but I'll squeeze. It's very funny. Yeah. And Lily is like, wait till we tell Amber and Ashley. And I was like, um, no, uh, we can't tell Amber and Ashley or anyone. And Lily doesn't understand. Yeah. She's like, but we'll be popular, and Corbin Blue's going to fall in love with you. And then, like, this is yeah. so, like, <laughs> the, only, the only time ever that Lily is a bad friend. Which is like, you're being so selfish by stopping me from leeching popularity off of your success. Cut me some slack, Hannah. Yeah. And she's like, I knew this yeah, would happen. That, yeah. This mistake was trusting you. So dramatic. Oh my god, yeah. My mistake was trusting you. And like Storm. Ooh. Oh my god. It was the so track that they play? Yeah. Like... Whoa, 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 whoa. I was gonna say. Scene transition. Sad woes. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah, I literally yeah, wrote yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally wrote exactly what you're talking about. I wrote this acting hurts. OMG, so dramatic. I like, I know exactly where I was talking about. It was that. It was like, yeah, exactly what we just said. Mistake was trusting you. Yeah, you. And yeah. Lily storms out of the house, ignoring Robbie Ray, who's trying to be like, so I'm glad you know our secret now. And Miley angrily eats uh, some some ice cream, and Robbie Jackson sings the blues. She's like. <laughs> You had a fight, na 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 na. Said at your place, na 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 na. And it's like the processed sugar blues or whatever. And then they reminisce about the potty training song, which never makes an uh, an appearance. I like to sing, I like to dance, but I can't do it with poopy in my pants. Um, yeah, I like Jackson's. I have like so much respect for Jackson's character. Um, for honestly, like 
being so nice even though like they're siblings and they fight and whatever but he's honestly so nice to his sister and like they they still act like normal siblings but if i was him i'd be so pissed like he gets nothing and she's famous like i feel so bad like yeah they actually they have a couple episodes about this uh mostly yeah one i think like the one when the grandma comes back look yeah there's that one with vicky lawrence Uh uh-huh and she's like uh, Miley's like, you always give Jackson special attention. And she's like, well, that's because everyone yeah. else gives you the special attention. And there's also yep. another yep. one of the worst episodes of season one um, where the paparazzi think Jackson and Hannah are dating. Mm-hmm. And, and Jackson tries to like... That cursed. Oh, it's disgusting. And Jackson <laughs> tries to like leech off the like fame for a while and like get some... Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just feel like they could have done that in a much better way. Where, like, Jackson maybe got, like, a taste of fame without it having to be, like, please let me pretend to date you, sister. It just, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I was, like, what? No. Mm -hmm. That that was a gross episode. (laughs) I think, actually, with Jackson, they were initially planning, or, like, maybe this was just, like, the super early stages of having Miley's brother be, like, super shy and insecure about having, like, a talented sister or something but they eventually bailed on that idea which i think works out very well because i mean it's a jackson yeah, he's great yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so jackson is modeling for fermine because he needs some money i guess uh when lily's skateboard rolls in <laughs> and robbie and fermine step out onto the patio fermine says i'll need sunscreen my skin is like a baby's ass and robbie's like a little too much information partner and then gives him the cowboy hat and for me, says, look at me, I'm a cowboy. Yippee-ki-yay, and gallops out of the house, never to be seen again. He is the best character, and he just left after one episode. I know. I, oh I love God. that that's the last you ever see of him, is, look at me, I'm a cowboy. Yippee-ki-yay. I'm a cowboy. Uh, oh, that's I have a theory amazing. now that I just came up with, which is that after he pretended to be a cowboy for five seconds, he decided he wanted to move to Tennessee, and he never came back. That's why he never returned. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, it's Tennessee. I totally said Texas in the beginning of this. Wh- yes, with, you did. About the movie. Yeah, I'm at Tennessee. I'm bad at states except ones I live in, <laughs> which is one. Um, <laughs> um, wait, I don't know if you got to this part yet or not. I can't remember if it happens before. Or no, actually, keep talking. Let me see if you're going to get to it. Uh, all right. I'll, uh, stop me if, I, if, I, if we get somewhere where you have something to say. Uh, when Lily's skateboard rolls in is where we were. Uh, and yeah. that's when they step out into the patio. And Lily has become super apologetic about accidentally calling her Hannah. It's like, give me some time to get used to it. And Miley's like, well, what if next time we get insulted by Amber and Ashley, you want to tell them? And Lily's like, of course I want to tell them, but I won't. And you're my best friend, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then Miley doesn't really say anything. And Lily goes, here I go. Headed yeah, the just, she does the thing again. It's this. Yeah, the second time. <laughs> After yeah. making the best apology I could possibly think of, <laughs> still yep. hoping she forgives me. Halfway there. That was halfway what there, me. yeah. Every time I watch this, the halfway there, I, I audibly laugh, which actually rarely happens. I think I did change. too. Yeah. Same, uh-huh. same. Um I you did you did skip past the one line that I like thought was so, I don't know, I don't know. Uh when Lily comes in, she's like, I wanna talk to you. And Miley goes, who miley or hannah and i was like the sass (laughs) like 
I don't know. I think honestly, I think Miley's a very sassy character. Um, in a honestly to a point where she's, I don't know. She's she's a little mean like sometimes. Like that's kind. I think that's why I like I like Lily better. When I was little, I was obsessed with Miley. So I apparently I didn't see this at all. But when I rewatched it, I was like. Miley's kind of mean sometimes. Like, she's really dramatic and extra sometimes. Um, yeah. Like, clearly Lily wants to apologize. She was like, who, Hannah or Miley? Like, okay, she made one mistake. <laughs> Chill out. Yeah, Miley's definitely very selfish a lot of the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of the reason why, like, I think a lot of people have had that experience. And I think me too, to a certain degree, where when you were a kid, you remember being like, oh, Miley's amazing. And then now, like, mm-hmm. everyone prefers Lily pretty much. And I yeah. think they really dive into that more in the Hannah Montana movie of, like, how selfish she is and how much of, like, the fame has, like, gets to her head sometimes. Um, yeah. But anyway, I can't get over how Lily never in the entire rest of the series ever does this gag again where she like leaves a room slowly because it's golden. I love it. Yeah, I didn't know that she didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize she didn't do that again. It is really uh, funny. Oh, my gosh. That'd be great to bring yeah. that back for like because like near the end of the series, like in the finale, Lily and Miley kind of have like a really big fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they had brought that back again for the finale, like in the midst of their fight. That would have been amazing. Or I think it was actually Lily yeah. who was more mad at Miley if Miley had done it and being like, here I go. Yeah. Off to Paris, France or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they hug and make up. Uh, next day at lunch, Amber and Ashley are bragging about being in the first row. And they're like, and Hannah smiled at us. Which I thought was really yeah. funny because if Hannah actually saw them in the first row, it would have been funny if she like like flipped them off or something. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, and Oliver brags about the towel that Hannah gave to him, but no one believes him. But Maya's like, no, he's telling the truth. And also Lily has this scarf. And then Lily gives it to Amber and Ashley. He's like, you're way cooler than me. Why don't you have it? And she's like, hey, everyone, Amber has Hannah Montana's scarf. And everyone and they uh, charges them, them and yeah. swarms them. Yeah. And that's yeah. what the episode with the freeze frame, actually. Uh, that's how it ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I actually didn't realize that this is really stupid of me but i didn't realize that the first time that they get attacked was a setup for the end when they get attacked i don't know i was like how did she know that, that was gonna happen i don't know why i didn't put two and two together <laughs> there but oh my god i'm gonna sound so stupid on this ah, yeah oops. oh no I'm actually not. uh you don't sound nearly as stupid as i did last week talking about ducktales with kaylee because i kept on being like i don't understand what what happened what's going on and she had to explain everything to me uh, oh my but anyway gosh. um so I just want to say this is the probably the greatest pilot episode of all time for any show. Uh, <laughs> that maybe is a bit of an exaggeration, but at it's least for Disney Channel, yeah. At least for Disney mm-hmm. Channel, I don't, I honestly don't think there's any pilot episode that compares. Uh, it's so funny, and of course, every time people watch this, it really strikes them how young Miley and Emily yeah. and Mitchell all are. They are tiny. Yeah. Even there's yeah. a difference from episode one to two because I assume it was filmed a couple months later. I think so, yeah, yeah, I think the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody pilot was really good too, I think. Maybe I'm thinking of it wrong, but... Oh, I think, wasn't that the one with, like, the mean kids? And was Zack and Cody like, come hang out with us, we live at the hotel. Oh, and the mean maybe. Kids come. Maybe. I can't remember if that's the first or second one, but, like, I think they introduced the characters very well in that whole episode. 
but maybe I'm wrong. If it, if it's the kids one, then I'm probably wrong. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty. Sure, I think that was the first one. I was like, oh, this is kind of a weird first episode, and I watched it back like mm, a year ago. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but um, yeah, honestly, this is one of the f- very few uh, episodes of any show that I never really get tired of watching. Um, mm. This Hannah Montana pilot, I think it's really brilliant. I don't know if you know this, but actually. Um, I think, like, right in the early stages of uh, the concept for the show, the character's name was supposed to be Zoe. And then when Zoe 101 came out, they were like, well, we can't have another Zoe. So they changed it to Chloe. And then they changed it to Kylie. And when they were filming the pilot, Billy Ray Cyrus kept messing up and calling her Miley instead of Kylie. So they just, like, changed it on the fly. Uh, So, like, basically just Billy Ray Cyrus not being an actor changed the trajectory of the show. That's so funny. Oh, Mm. my gosh interesting yeah i was wondering why she usually you don't have the same name as your real name when you're doing a show um i remember wasn't her full her real name miley hope cyrus like i know her oh no actually obsessed with her her legal first name was like destiny hope cyrus until destiny yeah 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 yeah, uh and she changed it legally to miley i think 2008 or 2009 or something um because that's oh just so miley she just cha- that's really weird wait so she changed her name to her character's name basically no 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 uh no she uh, went she, by uh, miley before that i remember i remember yeah, yeah i had a book my, on her <laughs> i think my sister had oh. the same book um yeah uh i like remember it vividly i have this memory of reading it in in like i don't know in, like a specific room of my house but yeah it like talked about how i thought i was like because I think it was, like, a book, like, Miley, like, like her kind of, like, autobiography in a way. Um, mm-hmm. And I was, like, wow, I know so much about her life now. And, like, I was, like, so shook at, like, every time. Like, her real name is Destiny. Yeah. 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 I had a lot of uh, Hannah Montana stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think she did have the nickname Miley dated from, since she was, like, a baby. And everyone okay, just yeah, that's what they called I... her. So it wasn't like I'm gonna be bold. It wasn't like if yeah. if like Cole Sprouse had changed his name to Cody or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but like Raven's character was named after her because I think she like auditioned oh, yeah. for uh, a more supporting role, but they were like, nah, we'll just make you the main character and name the show after you because you're that that's talented. That's awesome. Uh-huh. I wanna wa- just... I wanna rewatch that show next. Yeah, I'm. Sorry. I I was going through it. I was like almost done season three, then I kind of stopped. But anyway, uh, there are so many stories about like Miley being twelve years old and having like intrinsic stage presence. Like on um pumping up the podcast, which is a Hannah Montana podcast. I've uh, been a guest on a couple times. Someone sent in a story about uh watching Miley perform as Hannah before Hannah Montana even came out. And now the audience like no one knew who she was, but they just like immediately loved her and i think she like also like opened for the cheetah girls before she was very famous the cheetah girls were my favorite band and it's it when i was little um it was definitely because of my friend she like introduced me to them i don't think i watch any of the movies i think i watched the third one like way later in my life but i was obsessed with her i knew like every one of their songs i was obsessed with their music um yeah, it's the music, the music part of me. Like, I, I didn't have to watch the movies to, um, yeah. Sorry, that was you said the Cheetah Girls, and I, I didn't <laughs> know she opened for the Cheetah Girls. That was, that's interesting. 
Mm-hmm. I watched the Cheetah Girls movies for the first time really recently, um, and I really liked the movies. I did not really like the music. I I'm sorry. I don't know. It's just, it all no. sounded very like Backstreet Boys era to me, which isn't very appealing. But I so I really liked it when I was little. Obviously, I'm not. I I, I feel like going back to Hannah Montana. They're all like bops. Um, Cheetah Girls. Yeah, it's it's it is very like that. Um, but I did. They were super like feminist for the time that they and the fact that it was disney and everything like that what well, sorry i'm getting so off track this is not about hannah montana anymore oh, no, it's fine oh. it's fine um but one of the songs i don't know if you know the songs but one of the songs is like my favorite one was cinderella and i don't know if um have you heard of that one no. i i assume i did hear it when i watched the movies but i don't remember how it goes at all so it was like so basically, she's she, the song is literally about how like she doesn't want to be she doesn't need like a guy. She was like, it's like I don't want to be like Cinderella, sitting in a dark, cold, dusty cellar, waiting for somebody to come and set me free. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like someone waiting for a handsome prince to come and save me. Oh, I will survive. Put somebody on my side. Don't want to be no, no, no one else. I'd rather rescue myself. Which I think. Wow, I'm sorry, my voice looked dead. But I think. I don't know. Those lyrics like stuck out to me so much when I was little because I because I was a lesbian that didn't know I was a lesbian. <laughs> but um, that's besides the point. I was like, yeah, I don't need a man. Like I hate all these movies, Cinderella and all that stuff. So I don't know. I, I think that's why Cheetah Girls were so important to me. They were like very feminist for being a Disney band, girls band. Yeah. None of their so songs were about guys. None of them? That I think I think that's what I figured out. They were mostly about uh like cheat cheetah sisters. They were about yeah, being uh, each other's sisters. That's literally it. It's just like yeah, but Hannah Montana songs, all of them are either about guys or, or the, the fact that she has she a lives. big secret that nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh or about like, I don't know, standing up for yourself or whatever. Anyway. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, she does have a comment. I find like uh, the Cheetah Girls, like you say, like uh, none of the songs are about a love interest or anything, but that kind of is in contrast to the movies where like all of them have like a tacked on love interest that like doesn't serve, that barely serves the plot at all. Um, but anyway, oh, great. I find yeah, it so interesting how like, yeah. so many of like the the quote unquote like Disney Channel queens or whatever ended up being LGBT, like Miley Cyrus, like Raven, like yeah. uh, Demi Lovato. Raven, I remember when Raven... Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Allison, that is Allison interesting. Stoner. Yeah, very interesting. And I, I like to think of Garrett Clayton as a queen of Disney Channel as well, but I think that maybe just is just me. Uh, anyway, let's move on to episode two. Okay. Oh, Garrett Clayton, he played okay. Tanner in Teen Beach Movie. Oh, okay, okay. Which which that cast was like fifty percent gay. Um, but anyway, oh, not quite fifty percent. But uh, Tanner mm. and like uh, Lugnut and uh, Kent Boyd, who plays Rascal, and Molly Gray. Uh, anyway, episode two, Miley, get your gun, okay. uh, which is a play on Annie, <laughs> get your gun, which I never heard of. Uh, yeah. We got another concert, just like you, another band. Wait, you've never heard? I th- sorry, I was trying to figure out where Annie, get your gun is. I, I might be stupid. Let me look it up before I say something stupid. There are a lot of um, things <laughs> that I've never heard of that everyone else has. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, not new I'm just for me. making sure that I'm right. I think that it's yeah, it's from it, it's a musical. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
That's what, okay. I was making sure that I was right. Because I was like, I actually know that reference. Okay, anyways. Yeah, I always yes. loved looking Continue. through these episodes. I'm like, oh, I know what song that is from. I think probably like about yeah. half of them I didn't recognize. But anyway. Uh, so mm-hmm. after the concert, Robbie and Miley and Lily get into the limo. Uh, Lily is wearing a red wig. Uh, yeah. And here's, okay, so I, okay, I'll, I'll talk first about this, <laughs> if I may. Okay. Um, so she says, I'm Lola Lufanda, and then explains to Miley that if pe- people figure out she's Lily, since she's always hanging out with Hannah, it's only a matter of time before people make that connection. Um, also, uh, Lily, after this episode, changed her alter ego's last name to Lufnagel. From this point on, it was Lola Lufnagel. And I had captions on, and when Lola said in this episode, Lola Lufanda, it said in the captions, Lola Lufnagel. Oh my gosh. They messed something up. <laughs> yes. Twice, yeah. I think. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I actually, like, thought that was really smart of Lily to say. I, I, I like, didn't think... I don't know, yesterday, for some reason, like, thought about, like, what she said. And she was like, if they find out I'm Lily, like, yeah, if they find out you're Lily, then you're best friends with Miley. And it's, I don't know. I thought that was very uh, uh, intuitive of her at 13. (laughs) Um, Yes, it definitely was. And somehow her dad can't figure out the exact same thing. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Likely it never really matters. Um, But anyway, Lily is holding a little dog named Thor and she's yelling at the fans like back off don't let me release Thor and Oliver who had wor- who worked his way to the front of the fans yeah this is what I'm talking about there's like you could see the security guards blocking and somehow Oliver gets on the freaking car like and Miley recounts like oh he snuck into my dressing room one week he almost jumped on stage the next week uh I think now actually might be a good time to bring up the fact that Hannah plays at the exact same venue all the time and never anyone else, ever anywhere else. And, like, they said on, like, the MTV thing in the pilot, like, Hannah's big tour. But, like, she just plays at the same spot all the time. And it's only, like, people who live in Los Angeles yeah. or the greater area who ever go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Whose dog is that? That's my whole thought the entire episode. I don't remember that dog coming back at all after that. Why are they carrying a dog? <laughs> Um, yeah, no one knows whose dog it is. <laughs> I mean, oh, wait. Great. Is it maybe the limo driver's dog? They never explained it. Yeah, they just... it's just a dog. I don't yeah. know, they found like, the dog and then released the dog. Why is she only a dog after a concert? But anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So Oliver reaches his hand into the car, uh, asking for Hannah Montana to kiss it. She has Thor lick it, and he's like, yeah. baby, you're an animal. And oh, like, that made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I hated that. I hated that so much as well. Uh, 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 Lily is like, Oliver better cut this out soon because if he finds out your secret, then he'll be in love with you. And Robbie yeah. says, oh, don't worry. Um, if you don't show Oliver any interest, uh, he's going to get tired of chasing you. Uh, but Oliver doesn't. He just bikes after them on the highway and throws flowers into the window. And then the theme song plays. Yeah, yeah, no, that oh, that was where all my comments is whose dog is that, and oh, how can Oliver keep getting past security? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Oliver does bring up multiple times throughout the series that his mom is a cop, which would imply maybe he got special treatment um, or like stole maybe. her badge or something. I don't know if we're really oh trying God. to logic this out. 
Um, but anyway, yeah. after this, it's our first time oh. at the beach. Oh, no, 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 oh. no. Oh, you were going to say something? No, no, no. It was, it's for later. It's for later. No. It's for okay, later. it's for later. Yeah. Great. Uh, I can't wait to hear what it is. All right. So it's our first time at the beach. Oliver is telling everyone that Hannah kissed his hand, and all the guys are impressed. And it's this guy named Chad, not to be confused with with uh, Corbin Blue. That can get very confusing. Uh, but this Chad is just, like, chewing gum, and Oliver doesn't like it. Uh, Miley, meanwhile, is talking to Lily for, off in the distance and is worried that, oh, she's never going to quit, and I don't want to weird out our friendship. And Oliver is telling all his bro friends, tonight at the CD signing, uh, I'm going to go to her and say, you are my love, my life, and someday you'll be my... Note to self, think of words that rhyme with life. That was the dumbest oh joke I think I've ever heard. Because Yeah. <laughs> because of reasons that I'm sure can probably be well inferred. But first of all, the idea, it goes, it's implied that whatever Oliver's saying necessarily has to rhyme, which it doesn't have to. Second, the fact that he would have written the first line, ended it with my life, and and that the second part isn't yet written, it's just, it's, it's, it's that's that just it is um miley's off to the side with lily like uh like oh no if he looks into my eyes he'll recognize me um which is apparently which is true but it's not a frame of logic that ever repeats itself again hereafter because yeah. like these two first episodes yeah. they actually do have some semblance of logic as in like they acknowledge the fact that some people might catch on to the secret uh but it seems like they just threw that shit out the window this point on yeah. it's like never even a possibility that that could happen um yeah all right so all right well so what happens with the gum is chad takes out his gum and sticks it on oliver's hand and oliver is freaked out by gum and we see because he has a flashback to his aunt harriet chewing gum over his yeah. crib when he was a baby and accidentally spitting it on him this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> i that's that was just my 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 comment was, what is this traumatic gum flashback? Oh, God. Yeah, repressed just, gum trauma. Uh, yeah, like, what is that? What? He's, like, triggered by gum. I'm like, this is such a bad prep. I don't know. I, it, was, it was so weird. Yeah, um, it would have made more sense if instead of him being, like, still in a crib, being traumatized by this, if it was, like, I don't know, kindergarten or something that you could actually tend to remember. Um, yeah but yeah. i guess they didn't want to hire a younger mitchell musso actor so so we'll we just <laughs> get aunt true. harriet uh from all of baby <laughs> oliver's pov um mm-hmm. i also i want to point out something really important about this scene uh, because mm-hmm. i have a hannah montana theory that i don't think has ever been published or anything but there is a lot of evidence to back it up and it's that lily has a transgender sister um, and I want to explain to you why. All right. Okay. So in this episode, you'll probably remember, uh, Lily says to Miley, maybe you could learn to love him like I do with my brother's pet hamster. Right. Uh huh. And then in season three, episode six, uh, she says to Miley, sometimes I wish I had a brother. Some people think this means Lily's brother died. But if that were the case, I don't think Lily would be saying, mm. sometimes I wish I had a brother. So I think yeah. Lily has a trans sister who came out sometime between season one and season three. And so now, I've, by the time we get to season three, Lily doesn't have a brother anymore. Uh, okay. I I think that 
I think that they just forgot that they said that in the first episode. Oh, yes, obviously. But, like, obviously that was just a gaping plot hole. But if we're going to try to explain these things, they accidentally gotcha, implied gotcha. Lily has a trans sister. So. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because the dying thing wouldn't... She wouldn't, like, make a joke like that. I don't know. It's weird. She yeah, she that, definitely like. wouldn't. Um, and that would so, be, like, a whole plot. There, There's no way you can just, like fly yeah. like uh, slide over the fact that her brother died i do not think that's a thing i mean they could have they they never mentioned carly's mom once and i carly uh so they could just totally ignore absent family members <laughs> yeah. if they wanted to um but i don't think so yeah. um, anyway uh so yeah then is when chad sticks the go in oliver's hand uh then robbie is uh i love the parts that we get of like robbie ray like sitting in his house alone like playing guitar and he's like been sitting here all morning yeah. trying to write a song yeah, and Jackson yeah. Runs in. i loved it uh and here uh we have the beginning of the most insecure toxic masculinity bullshit plot line i've ever seen yeah all right yeah jackson's like i got a car dad it's a used car and it's not in great condition but i'm proud of it because i bought it and it's mine yeah and he shows it to his dad he shows it to his friend cooper and cooper is like after looking at this car for like under four seconds is like that's a girl car only girls drive it yeah. um, and robbie like, is like oh what? yeah cooper's cooper's correct uh this is a car for girls to drive and you're not a girl and th- now jackson has some sort of internal struggle about it take it yeah, away and they keep making fun of him oh my god uh i remember yeah i remember the thing is like i remember this episode but I didn't see anything wrong with it at the time, obviously. And then I rewatched it and I'm like, oh my God. Like that's, I think this is the first episode where I was like, wow, this is not, a, this is trash. Like this is not the show that I thought it was. But, and I mean, obviously it was like, the, it was a long time ago and they d- made jokes like that. But like, that, oh, what, it's a red car. I don't understand. I, I yeah, really don't understand what that was. The other thing. was. It's like, I could maybe believe it a little more. I could maybe believe it a little more if they were actually somewhat correct. But like, it just it looks like a totally normal vehicle. Yeah, red. So I have no idea what they're talking about. For girls, that's it. Men can only have dark colors. Like what? Yeah, Yeah. or trucks or big manly trucks. Ford. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Oh. Oh. Also, I rem. I don't know why I remembered this part so well. But when he when Jackson's explaining the stuff about the car, he's like, like about how how used it was, like cigarette, blah blah. blah. And then he's like, and then a kitty, a cat gave birth to like six kittens in the back seat, and like some stains ever come out. I remember that so well when I was little because when I rewatched it, I was like, I was like, wait, why do I remember them there being something about like cat giving birth? That doesn't make sense. And then I hear him, I'm like, oh, I did not imagine that. And then he implied that a a dog gave birth in the front seat. Well, he got cut off, but yeah, he was yeah. He said something like, you don't even. He was like, and the dog, and he's like, I don't want to know. The dad was like, I don't want to know. Yeah, uh, I Um, love when stuff like that happens when watching old shows of like a repressed memory. I'm like, I remember that. I remember when they said whatever they just said, uh, which has happened to yeah. me multiple times. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's next. It's after the CD signing in the limo. Uh, Miley takes off her wig in the car and is like, great, Oliver didn't recognize me. So I guess that's the end of that conflict. But then Oliver sticks his head in through the roof 
of the limo. Yeah. Of, like, the op- I... And Miley had taken off the wig at that point. So it looked like there was yeah. plenty of time for him to see Miley with brown hair. Uh, but he didn't. Yeah. Uh, they put, she puts the but wig back on. But not only that. Yeah, yeah. But not only that, but literally miley's dad he knows miley's dad he is friends with miley there is no i never noticed this until yesterday when i was like really paying attention but there's no way that he could have a conversation with miley's father with a mustache on and not realize that he's having a conversation with miley's dad it just there's just literally no way it's it's so bad like Mm -hmm. it's incredibly so much Mm -hmm. yeah I would. This would have been such a great concept for like an interesting show if they put a lot of effort into concealing mm-hmm. the secret, and it could have actually yeah. been, um, like Elise from Pumping Up the Podcast had talked has talked about like how cool it would be if there was like a series that was focused on some journalist who was trying to like crack the case, and, like connect the dots, mm. and which I agree with yeah. also. Um, yeah. But anyway. Uh, Oliver's like, it's me, Oliver Oaken. And Miley is like, oh, uh, you're very sweet, which is not true. Uh, he's creepy, but she's like, you're very yeah, sweet, I... but I have a boyfriend. And uh, he's like, so why'd you kiss me? And she's like, oh, I didn't. It was the dog Thor. And Oliver's like, oh, wow. I feel so so pathetic. And instead yeah. of saying yes, cause, because you are, Miley says... <laughs> Miley says, well, if I didn't have a boyfriend, Oliver's like, then I'd have a chance? You implied I would. I'll wait for you forever, Hannah Montana. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. And he he leaves. Uh, and Robbie actually says that all of, that they should try to get Oliver a girlfriend so he'll, he'll forget about Hannah Montana. Yeah, great plan. <laughs> this, this dad is, I don't know. It's this dumb plan. Next, we get another bit that I think should have returned a lot more. It returned a little bit, but it's Oliver being locker man, where he goes around banging everyone's lockers. I love yeah. this so much for a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, so for anyone who doesn't remember, basically, Oliver's just walking around the hall and kids are like, hey, locker man. And Oliver like goes like, boom, 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 on the locker or something. And it just opens like, thanks, locker man. And he does it for one person, then someone else. And then he doesn't do it for Chad because he doesn't like Chad. Uh, yeah. Obviously, this is a very funny visual. And I like it. They bring it back to like the first episode of season two when they're like breaking into Rico's locker uh, for a certain reason. And I like it when they do it like that. Like, oh, got to break in or something. But yeah. if it's just people who can't open their lock, who has that much trouble with their lockers? Like, you just, you do the combination, and then your locker's yeah. open. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought, I think it's weird that he turned from, um, fuckboy, basically, to locker, locker man, man in one episode. Like, first he was flirting with literally everyone, yeah. everyone's, like, getting annoyed of him, and now everyone's like, locker man, locker man! Like, probably the same people, too. It kind of showed that, like, no one really wanted to date him in the first place and then in the first episode and the second episode was kind of like he was popular which isn't true i didn't really get the sense, sense he was popular in episode two i think it's just everyone knows he can open lockers and also mm-hmm. like at the beginning of the beach he kind of gathered a crowd of like you know dorky boys who were like wow you're right you're yeah. Hannah Montana. <laughs> and it wasn't like yeah. cool kids or whatever or amber and yeah, ashley yeah. or anything 
Um, yeah, yeah. So Miley's trying to like listen to her dad's plan and try and divert Oliver's attention onto other girls like like Pamela and Kyla, and then she's like, "What about Lily?" And they say everything at the same time, of course. And they yeah. end up getting together in season three, which was very interesting. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, they always do that. They always end up putting like the two best friends together, the best friends of the best friend. Do they? I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I'm I'm thinking about iCarly too, but that's not Disney. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of another. Show, but I don't know. Because someone the, always has to like. Because this kind of like structure of the main character and then her best friend. And then the other guy who happens to hang around uh, was repeated pretty often. It was like Lizzie McGuire, That's a Raven, Hannah Montana, iCarly, uh, Ant Farm. They did that. Uh, so it is pretty common. And I guess, yeah, there was Sam and Freddy. There was uh, Lily and Oliver. Um, I not... Maybe those are the two things that I can think of. So. Yeah, I guess. Um, anyway. I think I think I'm all... I'm thinking about, like, other shows, too. Like, I know this is, like... I don't know. I'm thinking about friends. I know this is like that. It's not the same thing at all. But like the show's about friends and somehow like at least one of them gets married. Like I actually have never seen friends. Um, oh, yeah. okay. no, but I, I know about friends and I know like the characters and whatever, but I've never everything I know about friends. I've learned against my will, basically. <laughs> um, and I have no itch. Actually, uh, my sister is a fan of friends. And when we were in New York a couple years ago we went to see uh the the apartment building that they filmed the outside shots of yeah uh, she was like it's the friends building and there were like a ton of people there and I guess there always mm-hmm. are just like taking pictures look it's the friends building or whatever um yeah. but anyway Miley starts telling Oliver something about how like she doesn't want any romantic feelings to like ruin a friendship and Oliver's like oh no you're in love with me and Miley's like no I only love you like a brother or a pet fish which I thought was very funny. Um, and then we find after Oliver is kind of like, you and Hannah could end up being close friends, that he walks over <laughs> to his locker and has a picture of Hannah Montana on yeah. the door inside. Um, which honestly, I don't find that creepy in and of itself. The weird part yeah, because was that after person. Chad stuck the gum on it, that he ripped <laughs> yeah. off the picture and there was another one right There's behind There's another it. one behind it, yeah. Also, Lily was like, when they said you and Hannah could be close, Lily was like, closer than you think. Uh, and I was like, if I was Oliver, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, he just ignored it. He just like ignored the fact that she was like, closer than you think, which didn't make any sense other than the fact that she knows something that he doesn't. But <laughs> Yeah, this happens a lot in uh, this kind of show, Hannah Montana, That's a Raven, Wizards of Waverly Place, where... It's like all of those three shows, like the main character has a secret that no one can know and where it'll be like something that could potentially expose the secret and everyone be like, oh, I'll just ignore that. And they just carry on with their lives. Uh, like yeah, that's so Raven in an early episode when Raven tells, I think tells like the window washer, like, oh, you're going to have to clean that spot again. And then a bird poops on it like five seconds later. And the window washer's just like, huh, that's weird. And like moves on right away. Lily has an idea to make Oliver hate Hannah. Uh, but but before we get to that, before we get to that, I'll, let's head back to Jackson. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get, get back to Jackson, who tried to return the car uh, because owning a vehicle isn't good enough, 
if your masculinity is called into question because of it. Uh, said he's mad that they didn't take it back. And then Mr. Donsig walks over. Everyone's favorite character, yeah. Mr. Donsig. All right. I don't know if you know this. Um, in this episode, Mr. Donsig is played uh, by Paul Vogt. I think is how his last name is, or Vogt, or V-O-G-T, however you pronounce it. And mm-hmm. after this, because he actually is a pretty successful actor, and his twin brother, Peter, is less successful. And so actually... Paul did to, went to go do another role after this, and Peter oh took God. over for the rest of the show as Mr. Donson. Oh, my gosh. And they That's actually, funny. I don't know if you remember the episode uh, where it was, like, his sister yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 he has a twin. I remember yeah. now. Yeah, that was yeah, the Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And he yeah. says, like, what would another leaf from your pool be doing in my hot tub? I hate neighbors. That's why I got the big hedge, which I thought was hilarious. So much funnier yeah. now that that like uh, I can somewhat understand what being an adult is like. He's like, that's why I got mm-hmm. the big hedge. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, what, one thing I didn't like about the sequence though was that Mr. Donsick is clearly gay, but. He says, yeah, my wife and he said had his wife. Just, I was like, you don't have a wife. Come on, Mr. Donald. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I, yep. It's exactly what I thought. I was like, they had to. Re- That's just like Mr. Mosby. Mr. Mosby's gay. Like, I, he's freaking gay. Um, yeah, I guess During so. Sweet Life of Zach. During Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. He's, he's so gay. During Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, uh, they did. I don't think they really did anything to disprove that theory, actually. But I, I I haven't I don't think I watched all of Sweet Life on Deck originally. I I've watched like bits and pieces. Um, so I think I and I just finished Zach and Cody, so I'm watching it now. Um, and Andrew told me that uh, that they like don't let Mr. Mosby be gay, which is upsetting. So I think he gets I don't I don't know if he dates a girl or something, but he's gay. Uh, I just <laughs> so looked annoying. up. I just looked up Mr. Mosby love interests and they're actually, uh, sorry to say is a woman in sweet life on deck, uh, who I think was like, uh, like science teachers. Uh, she is miss Emma Tutwiler and she is the love interest and later fiance of Mr. Mosby. Um, Oh God. Why did they have to, which I don't remember Mr. Mosby was ever engaged. Uh, but, there you have it. Um, I, that's, I think that's what Andrew was probably talking about. But, they, you know, I don't know. He was, he, he was so gay. And also, like, they even, like, kind of backed it up because, like, his mom was like, I never see you with a woman. Like, when are you going to get a woman? Like, it was, like, very much that. And, and he's, he was, like, a decently old man, too. He wasn't, like, young. Um, he was in his, like, 40s, I, I think, know. maybe. Yeah, exactly, which is a long time to not have dated a woman. I don't know. I guess I didn't like, but it seems like he put his career before that, obviously, but yeah, I don't know. That maybe with Mr. Dante, because we never actually do see his wife. So maybe he yeah. was just pretending for the sake of the yep. joke because he was like, my wife had a car just like this, but she returned it because she thought it was too girly. Okay, but the <laughs> gay person making that joke is like... <laughs> Yeah, that was a little bit Very ridiculous, unlikely. I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, Robbie, as Mr. Donsick leaves, is like, we don't define ourselves by the cars we drive, and then immediately tries to go return it. We'll get back to yeah, that. Yeah, wait. Yeah, go ahead. The, he also, 
I, I guess I didn't write down exactly what he said, but I, in all caps, wrote, damn, Robbie just called him fat. Like, he was not, yes. he made some sort of joke. And I was like, okay, so we're allowed to joke about that now, like, back then. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't remember what he said. Of, yeah, me either, but there definitely was a fat joke there. And they bring that up yeah. most times, Mr. Donsick is present. And even, yeah, even, like, uh... I think Robbie's mom, Vicky Lawrence, uh, Mama, makes comments about it to Robbie Ray constantly. Um, yeah. Which is upsetting, yeah. but I mean. Yeah. So now we go to the beach, all right, for, for this scene, all right, with the gum. Uh, mm-hmm. Lily had told Oliver that she saw Hannah Montana break up with her boyfriend on this beach. And so Oliver... So she's like, Oliver, now's the time to make your move. Oliver approaches like the wrong blonde person. And then that man gets up and leaves. The man. And then he finds Hannah smacking her gum. Uh, and he doesn't like it. And Oliver's like, oh, I, I surfed all your websites. And none of them mentioned you're a chewer. <laughs> I thought that was so ridiculous yeah. to be like, I surfed all your websites. Like, that's so yeah. 2006 of him to say that. <laughs> yeah. I was like a chewer. Why would why would her web this this storyline was so stupid. Oh my god. Why would her website say that she's a chewer? What is that? No. Mm-hmm. Oh my well, god. I don't yeah. know. He's literally triggered by gum. <laughs> so yeah. what I wrote. I was like, <laughs> Hannah says, "Oh, I love to chew, 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 chew like a train. Does it bother yeah. you?" And Oliver's like, "I accept you because relationships are a sacrifice." And then Hannah puts like a, a gross, like super dark green gum in her mouth licorice mint and she's like she said it's lic- uh, what did she say yeah, was like I, licorice I, mint she was like yeah it was like she was like it's licorice mint and i'm like that's disgusting why would she ever i th- i hate licorice flavored anything and i was like uh. when i was younger I, I remember this episode very well i mean this this scene very well of oliver finding out and i i remember th- her lips being for some reason i thought it was blue i thought she like I completely forgot the storyline. I thought she like ate a blue lollipop or something. So when I watched this again, I was like, oh, that's why her lips are like discolored. And every time I think of that scene, I'm like, why are her lips discolored in my head? And it made sense. But I remember it very vividly. She was like, yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, this scene sticks in everyone's heads, whether they want it to or not. Yeah. With the gun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. A lot of raw power there. A lot of sticking <laughs> potential. Ha! No pun intended. Uh, but anyway, uh-huh. um, She's like, am I grossing you out? Because I totally understand if you want to transfer your obsession to Mandy Moore. But Oliver's like, no, my love is bigger than my disgust. And Hannah blows like a massive CGI bubble that splats on his face. Yes, yeah, so And he bad falls looking. over. <laughs> and it's like, how do you like me now? And it's like, I still love you. And she says, you and Hannah Montana are never going to be together because... And then yeah, on the public this... beach, where there oh, just yeah. happens... Or there just happens to be no one around, or she's just hoping that there's no camera off in the distance, or no, I don't know, tree climbers who can see, or whatever. Because this, this is such, and this is the same place where she tells Jake Ryan in season two, just on the public beach, he's like, I'm Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. Oh and then he yep. Good thing no one else was on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the that very well, the I'm Hannah Montana and him fainting. Um, but also like my issue with that wig thing 
like wigs take so many pins to stay on like that thing is not gonna stay on you and she just takes it off because she doesn't have any pins it doesn't what it doesn't make sense she takes it off so easily it doesn't make any sense because it has to be a dramatic reveal so that's why. i know but obviously yeah <laughs> anyway they have yeah, like I mean... a good talk afterward about how miley is just like a normal small town girl living in a lonely world or whatever and now they don't <laughs> They don't have feelings for each other or anything, and they're still best friends. Well, not best friends, but they're buddies. And then we cut to Jackson and Cooper playing some basketball, and Robbie comes back with a car. And Jackson is like, <laughs> you couldn't return it. You're a failure as a father. I know. I laughed audibly once again at that line. Uh, but it's all right, because Robbie changed the horn to, like, a truck horn. And also now the car has like a setting that bounces it up bounces. and down and it plays like good, cool music. And so now the car is cool. What, what kind of resolution could this possibly be? I don't know. I literally wrote, why does a bouncing car suddenly make it a guy car? Like what? <laughs> if anything, I think that's slightly more feminine, but. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was so funny. I'm like, what? This didn't make any sense. And he's like, oh yeah, now this is... Like, what? This is oh it. Oh yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. I just like... B-plots that resolve like with no satisfactory conclusion whatsoever are... are I have a love-hate relationship with them because like what... Okay, I'm trying to... Like what ending... Like this could have been an ending where Jackson's like... I don't care that you think this car is for yeah. girls. I'm going to drive it anyway. And that would have been like a positive been. message potentially. And now it's just like, yeah. the car was for girls, but we made it manly. Good for us. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of conflicting messages in Hannah Montana. I I don't remember exactly which episode it was or what I was, but I remember when I was rewatching it recently, there was one episode where I was like, this is not a good lesson. Like this lesson is completely wrong. It was something about, it was something about Miley being selfish. Uh, and I don't remember what it was, but she basically like, I, I don't know. It was, I don't remember what it was, but I remember thinking like, this is not a good lesson for kids. Like it's the opposite of what you should be teaching them. Sometimes it's good lessons, but like there's some that are like, what? Yeah, um, there are a lot of uh, questionable Disney Channel morals. That's what I think yeah. they keep a lot of them pretty vague for that reason. Yeah, uh, it's just like yeah. uh, they're like be yourself or whatever. But there was one I don't yeah. know. Have you, I talked about this not too long ago on here. But have you heard about the Girl Meets World communism episode? Mm-mm. Okay, I've basically, basically, yeah. I've, I don't like that show. Basically, they had one episode where three of the main kids were like, communism is great. Let's become communists. And then, like, they work on, like, a school project together and they get an A. And their teacher is like, no, it doesn't count because you all work together. And incentive breeds innovation. And you, and communism is bad. Uh, but they didn't call it communism. They called it communism. Yeah, that was the idea. So basically just like Cold War propaganda in 2016 on the Disney Channel. Oh my gosh. It uh, came under lots of fire. Yeah. We're talking interesting. About... Yeah, very interesting. But in terms of Hannah Montana, I mean, there's... Okay, so in terms of like these first two episodes, I find there's something like so lovable and endearing about them and how they actually appear to be like well-written and funny and they actually seem to care about logic to a certain degree. Like, a lot of times you look at series and, and like, the first two episodes really suck, and then they find they're bearing afterwards. 
I find like I can see the argument that like these first two episodes are really strong and they kind of lost their grasp on exactly what their aim was a little bit afterwards and we're kind of just flailing all over the place for the next five mm. years that's yeah the logic wasn't all there because of the 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 robbie ray thing just kills me the oh yes the fact of course. that and the the wig but the wig is not as bad as the robbie ray thing it just has a mustache and that's it what mm-hmm. yeah it's just a mu- i don't know i think they made like one meta joke about it in like the entire run of the series when jackson was like watching tv and it was like uh, glasses off, glasses on. How can they not tell it's still Clark Kent? And and Miley's like putting on her wig in the mirror, like I know it's so obvious. And she's like, all right, time to go I to my concert. That. And then and Robbie's like, just gotta put on my mustache. And like they head out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Exa- I remember him putting on the mustache. Oh, Cookie decided to join the podcast. Yeah. Hey, does Cookie have any thoughts about Hannah Montana? Cookie, do you have any thoughts about Hannah Montana? Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, for that wonderful insight. All right, so um, we've come to the end. Uh, do you have any final thoughts or any place you'd like to plug before we end the episode? Um. Oh, my final, my final thought. Well, I'm just gonna uh, defend my. Uh, I. It sounds like I'm not that much of a Hannah Montana fan from the show itself, but I was obsessed with Miley, uh, and. Like, at Hannah Montana, that was the first concert that I went to when they went on tour. Um, And, oh god, my dog's gonna bark. (laughs) That's her thoughts. (laughs) Um, Did you hear that? Yes, I did hear it. Okay. Is it fine if I still keep talking? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, talk, talk. It's okay. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my first concert I went to. And also, like, I, so when I was little, cause like, you know, I, you know, I'm a, I was a music major and like music's kind of like what I want to do with my life. And, um, so when I was little, I was the same way. Uh, I thought I was going to be famous. I was like hundred percent sure I was going to be famous. So going into the concert, uh, I didn't have like a meet and greet thing or anything. Like, I don't know why I expected to meet her. I didn't. Uh, but for some reason I thought that we would meet and I would like imagine what I would say to her. And I remember like imagining, like I would come up to her and be like, I'm I'm not here like oh God, I was just gonna instead of being like I'm not just like some other fan like I do like your music but like I want to be like you I'm and not like I, other girls. I, I, oh yeah 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 <laughs> it's, it's very me and and I I was like I I came to the concert to admire your like technique or something like that like I thought I was gonna be so special to study and that she would like take me under her wing or something yeah I didn't end up meeting her um that and then it came out that do you remember this that it came out that um it wasn't actually her on stage the whole time do you remember I that and she that. got sued oh my god so in the world tour one so i don't remember it was like australia or something or it started with an a uh the concert <laughs> basically during the concert she went in one end of the like long like changing room basically mm-hmm. where she like you know, like quick changes into another outfit while during singing, she goes in and you can see the other door open and the other person come out at the same time. And it's on video. I, I, 
you can probably find it but i think she got she like used a doppelganger and lip sync uh and like she got sued and stuff i think i i remember this was like a big scandal and then i got really upset because i was like what if i didn't see the real miley cyrus when it was really just like um, one quick illusion yeah uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. i yeah, so, yeah, she they, like, hired, hired a doppelganger or something. She, like, got tired. I don't even know, but mm-hmm. I remember that that was, like, a big deal. Um, yeah. My I mom sometimes tells a story of, like, uh, when she was, I think, like, seven, and she was going to see Annie on Broadway, she thought for sure that they were going to be, like, they were going to announce the audience, like, we need someone to play Annie. And she'd be like, I'll do it. And she was going to get to go on stage. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah kids have imaginations like that it, yeah they should yep. <laughs> um oh also i another thing where i was like definitely a lesbian uh the jonas brothers opened for her and i fucking hated the jonas brothers i had no reason to hate them i just hated them i was like stupid boy band like where's hannah montana i me and my friend i think we like booed them when they came on <laughs> which is so bad uh my friend ended up being super straight so i don't know why she hated the jonas brothers that much but i oh my gosh so funny yeah, and that, that one episode where they're in that they're in i hate that i hated that episode <laughs> i was like wow. actually um yeah. my sister liked the jonas brothers and I think when she was like eight or something, uh, my parents got her tickets to like the Jonas Brothers concert at the Bell Center. And since I was six, I couldn't like stay home alone. So I had to come along too. And I guess I had, I still kind of do have particularly sensitive ears. So like mm-hmm. when they came out and everyone started screaming their asses off, I burst yeah. into tears. And my dad oh, had no. to like take me out into the hallway where I stayed for like the entire show with him. Uh, so that's oh, no. that was my first ever concert experience. Um, so thanks very much to uh, Joe, Nick, and Kevin for that one. That's so bad. That's so funny. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember like, yeah, that the first concert experience is a time. I remember like everyone singing the lyrics. It's like so cool. I don't know. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple Jonas Brothers songs yeah. I don't mind. Um, Year three thousand is a bop. <laughs> that's not actually theirs though. It was a cover. Oh yeah, yeah. From that movie. Song. From yeah. I don't remember from uh, where. But I don't anyway, know any other. Love Jonas Bug is songs, pretty so. good, I think. And apparently, there's like a story like Nick Jonas wrote it in like 15 minutes when he was like 15 years old or something. Anyway. Okay. Uh, plugs. Yeah. Um, Do those. Uh, let's see. So, I have I have a single out on Spotify. Um. It's called Ray of Sunshine, and my name on there is Ali Kaz, K-A-Z. Uh, and I'm working on an EP, uh, an EP right now, uh, and a lot of my songs are, like, about being a lesbian. <laughs> Basically, emo and liking girls. So if you're into that, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm working on that right now. Uh, my TikTok is Ali Girali. I don't know how to even explain that. Like, giraffe, but my name ally and then girally like g-i-r-a-l-l-y and and my twitter is music underscore ally with two y's right yeah um so so, that's all my plugs right so is your last name spelled with a z or no so i've been really yeah so i 
I really wanted to kind of separate. I wanted to be Hannah Montana. I wanted to separate my. I, yeah, no. No one will know it's me. I'll change it from an S to a Z. Oh God, yeah. I, I, I because applying for jobs, like I don't know if I want my full name. Also, I just kind of was scared of being stalked. But now with MWCA, like it all mushes together so much. Um. But yeah, so I, I kind of put on like a show name, like Anna Montana, and I changed it. Yeah, because my last okay. name is, yeah, Casman. But then I was like, oh, Kaz, that sounds cool. I actually think it's really stupid now, but I can't change it. Okay, because so. okay, the reason I mentioned that was because Kaz, spelled that same way, K-A-Z, is also mm. uh, the name of one of the two main characters in the musical I'm writing. And I came up with a name in like November. Oh, so that's kind that's... of an incredible coincidence. Um, yeah, but that's anyway, cool. uh, thank you very much for listening to this week's yeah. episode of Disney Channel Discourse. You can follow this podcast on Instagram, Disney Channel Discourse, and you can follow me on Twitter at Alex Mellaris, and you can follow MWCA.musical on TikTok. Mm-hmm.